Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval, renaissance, and baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. Music is many things to many people. The late poet Maya Angelou called music her refuge. Angelou wrote, I could crawl into the space between the notes and curl my back to loneliness. To Jack Kerouac, music was, quote, the only truth. And to composers and musicians through the ages, music was bread and board, and sometimes muse. We'll hear music about music this hour on Harmonia.
That's music from the Adhecaton, an anthology of secular songs published in Venice in 1501. The Adhecaton was the first book of polyphonic music, or music with multiple voices, printed using movable type. We heard Malheur me bat, or Misfortune Strikes Me, possibly written by Johannes Achegem, and definitely played by Imke David, Jordi Saval, and Laurence Dufschmid. Music, the gift of the supreme god, draws men, draws gods. Music makes savage souls gentle and uplifts sad minds. Music moves the trees themselves and wild beasts, affording solace to all. That's an English translation of the Latin text Musica Dei Donum. Not surprisingly, it's a text that has been catnip for composers past and present. Music is powerful, and no one understands that power better than its creators. Music made Franco-Flemish composer Orlando de Lasso famous, although the story that the young Lassus, as he's also called, was thrice kidnapped for the beauty of his voice, is probably not true. There's no doubt that Lassus was a sought-after musical celebrity. His compositions were renowned throughout Europe, and he was even named a Knight of the Golden Spur by Pope Gregory XIII. Let's hear his version of Musica Dei Donum, written for six voices.
We heard music about music by Orlandos Lassus. That was Musica Dei Donum, sung by the Ex-Cathedra Consort. Lassus was far from the only composer drawn to this music lover's text. Settings of Musica Dei Donum abound, penned by composers as diverse as Clemens Nonpapa, Antonin Dvorak, and John Rutter. Here's another setting by the early German composer Arnold von Bruck, who served as Kapellmeister for the Habsburg Archduke and later Emperor Ferdinand. Thank you. 
Music by the Habsburg composer Arnold von Bruck. We heard an instrumental version of Musica dei Donum, performed by Capella della Torre. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia Early Music. To some, music is God's ultimate gift, but to others, it's the food of love. If music be the food of love, play on, cried Duke Orsino in William Shakespeare's play Twelfth Night. The poet Henry Henningham changed play to sing in his tribute to the line, and opera lover Henry Purcell leapt at the chance to praise singing in song. Henningham's text is the basis for Purcell's famous tune, If Music Be the Food of Love. Let's hear a rendition by soprano Emma Kirkby.
That was Emma Kirkby singing Henry Purcell's immortal tune, If Music Be the Food of Love. A much earlier depiction of music in music comes to us from the famed poet-musician Guillaume de Machaut, whose motet Musicalis Scienci, Scienciae Laudabili is a live-action chat between the characters music and rhetoric. Music and rhetoric have opinions. After greeting their beloved disciples, they insist that everyone follow the rules, all the while smashing those rules to bits. Musicologist Richard Teruskin explains, quote, Every one of the faults for which singers are berated by music and by rhetoric are flagrantly committed by the composer. Let's hear this hypocritical motet.
We heard the ensemble Musica Nova performing Guillaume de Machaut's ironic masterpiece, Musicalis Scienci, Scienciae Laudabili. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, presenting EMA's annual Young Performers Festival on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back. We're listening to music about music. What better medium than music to capture the bang of drums or the call of a trumpet? Individual instruments receive their due not only in music written specifically for them, but in vocal music that seeks to communicate and celebrate their special qualities. Let's start with a fanfare. The English composer William Byrd managed to work a trumpet tune into Sing Joyfully, his anthem for six voices, sung in 1605 at the baptism of infant Princess Mary. The words, blow the trumpet in the new moon, are sung on just a few notes, as if a bugle were blowing. Other instruments tag along for the ride, the pleasant harp, the timbrel, and the viol.
That was Sing Joyfully Unto God by William Byrd, sung by the vocal ensemble Chanticleer. Let's move from trumpets to drums. La zombero boro borombo are the booming military nonsense words that we hear in songs about the soldier Scaramella, and they may well represent the drums of war. Let's hear two settings of the martial song, the first in an instrumental version played by Jordi Saval in Hesperion 21 is by Josquin Dupre. The second is from a book of organ tablature by the Swiss schoolteacher and humanist Clemens Hur, performed by the Clemensic Consort. The Drums of War, Two Ways. We heard versions of the soldierly tune Scaramella from Josquin Dupre and the tablature book of Clemens Hur, performed by Hesperion 21 and the Clemensic Consort. 
the trumpet, the drum, but let's not forget the sweeter side of music. Our musically-minded composer Henry Purcell conjures the viol and the flute in two songs from his larger works, Come Ye Sons of Art and Hail Bright Cecilia. We'll hear Strike the Vial, a cheerful tune featuring countertenor Michael Chance, accompanied by Richard Boothby and Nigel North. We'll follow that with a stirring duet for countertenor voices, In Vain the Amorous Flute, performed by Collegium Vocal Ghent under the direction of Philip Herweg. Oh, <laughs> 
Music by Henry Purcell. We heard In Vain the Amorous Flute, performed by Collegium Vocal Ghent, and before that, Strike the Vile, featuring Michael Chance, Richard Boothby, and Nigel North. You can find hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Perhaps the ultimate tale of music's power is the story of Orpheus. Retold many times in many ways, the bones of the narrative are the same. The musician Orpheus, or Orfeo, or sometimes also known as Orphe, loses his love to hell. Lyre in hand, Orfeo journeys to the underworld to retrieve her, so impressing the powers of darkness with his musicianship that he's able to win his beloved's release. Then, bad things happen. But since we can, let's pause the story, and we'll end this episode of Harmonia with Orpheus standing by the shore of the River Styx, secure in the knowledge that if only for a few breaths, music conquers all. Now, there are lots of great recordings of Monteverdi's Orfeo, but we thought that it would be interesting to feature a seminal one from the good old days of the 20th century early music revival, a time capsule inside a time capsule. Nicholas Harnoncourt's 1969 interpretation of Orfeo was among the first to resurrect Claudio Monteverdi's searing rendition of this tale using period instruments. Let's hear the prologue and toccata from the beginning of the opera, followed by Posente Spirito, the aria that gains Orfeo entrance into hell, sung by Laos Cosima. <laughs> Thank you. 
We heard music from Orfeo, a tale of music's temporary triumph by the early Italian composer Claudio Monteverdi. That was a version recorded over 40 years ago by Nicholas Harnoncourt and Consentus Musicus Vienne. Pocente Spirto was sung by Laos Cosima. Learn more about recent early music releases on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Anne Timberlake. Thanks to our studio engineer, Mike Pashkash, and our staff, John Bailey, Janelle Davis, Elizabeth Clark, and Heidi Siebers. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Our producer is Luann Johnson, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. <laughs>